0: wonderful listeners, welcome to Eleven Pieces of Me. My name's Ali Thompson, and I apologise for the missing show last week. But we're back regularly once again. I know we promised before, but we really are. Join me again this evening. It's my partner in crime, Gavin Haverty. How are you, Gav? Not too bad, Ali. Glad to be back. Yes. I always miss it when it's not here. I get get annoyed at you when you're here, but then when we miss a week, I feel like there's a part of me missing.
1: Oh, It wasn't too bad, to be fair, um, after Stephen's pod. I mean, I spent the last two weeks, you know, going over historical facts and figures and, yeah, just trying to picture Kenny Dagleish as a striker.
0: My my great-granddad loved it. It was a good one. (laughs) As you regular listeners will know, uh, this show's just for a bit of fun. Our guests get to come on and talk about their favourite players growing up. Ones they've seen, hopefully. It's not always about being the best, but just someone that means something to them. They get to pick a formation, players to play in each formation, and they must choose a captain. Our only stipulation is that they must be retired. Joining us tonight is Aaron Colley. Is that right, Aaron? That's the one, yeah. All the way from Ireland. He's a podcaster, and I believe you've done some writing as well, Aaron. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I... um. I run the Shankly Way website, That's so right, uh, yeah, yeah. I do a wee bit of writing
0: um, for
2: them. I do a bit of writing for that now, and I do a bit for a couple of other Liverpool websites. Just like to let that we'll take my uh, my vocabulary and my what does somebody call it vomit on a sheet of paper or vomit on the internet. So if a Liverpool website wants it, I will give it to them. Vomit or not? Yeah, it so, sounds just up my
0: just up my alley, and Gav Gav becoming the the prodding Liverpool fan as of late, joining on a Liverpool <laughs> podcast and everything <laughs> these days. I um, love
1: it. Well, I'm not going to argue with him.
0: <laughs> that's true. Normally I ask who a guest supports, but there's no need to ask you with the, the Shankly Way website and the Liverpool website, so I can tell you're a Liverpool fan. All right. Yeah, big time. Right. What formation have you chosen this week?
2: I've gone for a 4-3-3. Uh, <laughs> not stray away from... What is tried and tested by many of the European manager over the last 30 or 40 years?
0: If you
1: ask Gav, it's the only formation that there is. There is the only formation. <laughs> four defenders, three mids and three attackers. What more do you want? Messing around with DMs, four, DMs. 4 oh yeah, Fuck that shit, man. It's 4-3-3. Three, three. I mean, greatest teams were always 4 3, three. I've just
0: won the league Obviously. with 4 in football manager, so I'm not saying a word against it. Yeah, but you keep... all about Chelsea winning the Premier League tonight? with a three at back
1: yeah. Premier League Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tell you Aaron give us your give us your goalkeeper
2: there's a bit of debate on over the new Liverpool jersey I saw on Twitter the 125 anniversary one and a lot of players or a lot of people on Twitter saying they're going to get names put on the back of the jersey because of the jersey it is like all Liverpool fans I have had numerous Liverpool jerseys but there's only one jersey or one name I've ever had in the back of the jersey and that's David James. So my goalkeeper is David James.
0: The spice ball himself. Yep. I He's love da- David James. He, I feel he gets a lot of stick undeservedly Well, no, probably deservedly so. But he <laughs> was a top, top goalkeeper for
2: the was time. He was. A and time. To be a top, top goalkeeper, you have to be a mad bastard. And I remember when he joined Liverpool, I think it was from Watford, and the Liverpool team were away on a team bonding down in Af- South Africa with Bruce Grobbler, down around where Grobbler's from. And Grabbler was always the mad bastard Liverpool team. And he went off up onto a diving board and went and jumped off into the pool showing off. So JMO being JMO went to the higher level than Grobbler and uh, completely eclipsed him off the diving board. And I think it was kind of set from there that Liverpool players at the time said, oh great, we have another mad bastard between the sticks.
0: Yeah, he was he was definitely mad. Yeah, you're right. He did same from Watford. Um, Gav, David James, what do you remember of him?
1: You know, I thought it was brilliant for Kerala Blasters. I think that's been the absolute pinnacle of his career.
2: <laughs> None of us have a clue home time <laughs> That's up there in Iceland or somewhere up there
1: when he, no, he the Premier League. India. India. Yeah, he took a step up in class. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know about that. No, but I'll Although tell you. For all the years he's actually playing, he hasn't won a lot. I've seen um, his, no. only, his only honour with Liverpool was the, the League Cup and he famously won the FA Cup with Portsmouth. I suppose over the years he's been a... I'm, sure, I, I'm almost certain he holds some type of record, Premier League record, regarding a goalkeeper. I'm not entirely sure, but... Mr. Consistency, I suppose, but I, I wouldn't have seen enough of him, i I
0: don't think consistency... Consistency in playing at the... Top playing, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: playing and playing. I mean,
0: yeah, I think that's his probably biggest criticism it was the consistency of the thing. He was, he was he was either the best goalkeeper in the league, or just calamity. Hence the hence the nickname. Wouldn't you agree? Arden?
2: Yeah, definitely. Do you know what, I'm kind of glad he wasn't the. Twitter or social media wasn't around when JMO was in goal server Liverpool because he would be crucified week in week out by some fans and we know how fans love to scapegoat players that are currently playing for Liverpool fans and I think James yeah and I think James would have been the scapegoat of the, that time uh, on social media yeah no no,
0: no question I, I love that pick probably a pick I wouldn't have expected many to pick from even oh pick touch it prick <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're starting gav thanks for that <laughs> right well, moving swiftly on from the prick <laughs> who's your right back my right back is from limerick
2: one oh, of the I know, most i, I under, know
1: this i know this, one. Under, I know this one.
2: Underrated liverpool right backs of his generation oh. um,
1: can, I, can i can i can i can i say how this Go on, we'll let you. See the tour your it's podcast. You, no, no, I tell you, I actually, this player, I love this player. It has to be Steve Finn.
2: That's the one, yeah.
1: What a footballer.
2: Yeah, very underestimated by a lot and underappreciated by a lot of Liverpool fans. But as as much as consistent as David James was, Steve Finn was just a level above him. He was one of the most consistent right-backs Liverpool had and... It's a position Liverpool haven't filled correctly since he left.
0: What do you mean? Glenn Johnson didn't do the job? No comment. <laughs> 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 I Look, I couldn't can, I agree more with both of you. Um, Steve Finnan is... I, I, I caught Rob Jones, obviously. Steve Finnan, for me, has been the best right-back of our time. Yeah. See, below is obviously best in quality, but I don't think we got the best in him. I think Real Madrid got the best in him yeah. after us. But, yeah, no, Finnan, for me it was definitely up, but as you say, just consistency. And a lot of fact that seems to go noticed by a lot of Liverpool fans
2: seem to forget Finland won the Champions League.
0: Yeah. Do you know
2: what so you do? You know, and it's it's you know, things like that the fans forget about Finland. Um, do you know, he was one of our best right backs at the modern day. I would put I would rank him higher than Arbaloa. You know, he's just it's Mr. Consistency. He, he got on with what he had to do, never grumbled. Do you know he shored up the Liverpool defence?
1: Yeah. And to be fair to be to be fair to him as well, being part of that uh, Brian Kerr Ireland side as well. Yeah. Fantastic yeah, for the public of Ireland. A brilliant player. And it's probably something Mally, you didn't realise. One one time, one season, I was expecting to see him in the Barcelona Derby. Really? He moved to, yeah, he moved to Espanol. Oh yeah.
0: He didn't walk out.
1: I didn't walk out. he
2: did he go there after he left Liverpool? He did, or did yeah. he go yeah. to another
0: um, I yeah, I think you're right. I think he's he's arguably one of the best right backs of the Premier League era. Um, yeah. When you look in consistency and form, I believe he's everything that today's fans believe Klein is. Uh no, come on, you're I, uh, I think Klein's you're, terrible. You're, you're seriously. but I, I think yeah, that's, that's what re- people <laughs> what people think Klein is. I think that's what Finnan was. You know, Finnan was actually what people believe Klein is. For me, Klein's terrible and overrated. Klein,
2: the sooner Klein leaves Liverpool right back the better,
0: Mister Sideways. I, I agree personally. I want Trent in there, but let's let's leave the Liverpool chat for another podcast because Gav's has enough. No idea who you're about. But no, Finn a great show, and even on, as you say, Gav,
1: even on the international stage, he, his performances never dropped. They never changed. Now, as I said, he was. In recent years he was probably my favourite Liverpool player because he's won he's won so much. Again, he, he's not synonymous with, you know, a trophy winner, but he's won so so much and I think I think I heard something there a couple of years ago. I think he's one of the only Irish men to have won the Champions League in his current format. Now I could be wrong, but I think he's the only one. King? Oh no, Roy, Roy Kane, Roy Kane as well. See, I knew. I, I, I just—it's very, very—it's—it's it's a very small number. But I know he's definitely yeah. one of them. And he definitely isn't the only one. But there was a question. It was a couple, couple of years ago. We heard. It. I think it's only three players or two players, and Roy Kane obviously was mentioned. But yeah, Steve Finnan has that particular accolade, which is brilliant for somebody who's quite low key. He's very low key as well. He he never. Wanted the limelight in any way He just got on with his job So yes Smash and pick Quick, quick start for you Before we move on
0: Steve Finnan is the only player To have played in the World Cup UEFA Champions League UEFA Cup a total Cup In all four levels of the English League And the Football Conference yeah, you
2: know. so, so he's worked his and way he up played you know,
0: league He's earned as well Well there you go So it's not like even being a flash in the pan You know he's, he's, wor- he's worked his way up To be at the top of his game and as you say rightly so the the honours he's won Gavin international. So no I love the pick as well and nice choice.
1: Well Alan give us your give us your left back.
2: Left back isn't a Liverpool player.
1: Oh um, see this part is just getting
0: better.
2: Uh left back is arguably one of the best left backs ever to grace football in the last thirty years. Played in Italy, mm-hmm. uh has been on the receiving end and the winning Side in European Champions League against Liverpool in the space of three years,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that player is Paolo Maldini as left back.
1: There you go. Well, I mean, I think now he's up. I think he's level now with the great Ronaldo as the most pick so far. Oh, had him. You he's, had him.
0: He's not level. He's he's about two behind Ronaldo's Kind of taken over over a spell, but those two are just going to win it by a
1: mile. Like there's no question, is there? Not be said it's. I think when you look at the modern era now, Ali, we have footballers like Aaron's just had to mention Maldini. Maldini is one of the greatest footballers I ever seen. He, there's no denying it, but he's so well universally revered that lately in today's football and fandom, you have these idiots that will make reference to other players saying, "Oh, they have to play here, or they have to move there, or he never want to walk up, blah blah blah." Maldini never want to walk up. Maldini spent his whole career at AC Milan. Yeah, so many people consider him one of the the greatest left-backs ever. And it drives me nuts that we have these ferrets today that will bitch and moan about certain world stars stating that they have to move to be considered one of the best. And I think it's wrong. Maldini, to me, typifies it. Absolute legend. But you have
2: to remember, uh, when Maldini was playing for AC Milan... Uh, throughout his career, Do you know, in the nineties and the early and the 90s and when he started, AC Milan were the best team in Europe. And they were the best team by a country mile in Italy. Do you know, I remember watching him on Channel Four for mm-hmm. uh, Football Italia and that's brilliant. where I first saw Maldini playing. Sundays after Sunday afternoon, three o'clock, sitting on yep. the television at home watching football Italia. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And you see that Buffon has come out this week and says if young defender ever wants to learn how to defend just watch Maldini watch all clips of Maldini he's the ultimate defender according to Buffon for,
0: for me he's
2: the greatest defender ever I, anybody, I, really I just think, no, he's, I think he's a jungle centre back one of my centre back choices might just pip him to the greatest defender ever
1: oh well now I I was a bit like this. I didn't I had Maldini as my left back as well. He wasn't um my centre back my centre back was the greatest def- defender ever. Now I'm not gonna mention his name in case Aaron shares similar, you know, football and etiquette as myself and spits it out. So go ahead, Aaron, who's your centre for centre back?
2: First centre back is another Italian oh. who played alongside Maldini for years and years oh. and years. Oh. And by the time he retired, he had very little hair left on top.
1: Ah, oh, that's not who I thought it was, but it's and still a legend. And the that legends. man is
2: Franco, Franco Brezzi. Mm.
1: There you go, Ali. Yeah, for
0: for me, no. Um, great player, but I think Maldini's better. I really do. Yeah, I had Maldini at centre-half. Um, just because my left-back, I feel, is the best left-back there's ever been. And who's your left-back? Roberto Carlos.
2: Mmm... He's one trick pony, though, isn't oh, uh, shooting. Oh, come on! Oh, that's nasty! All <laughs> oh.
0: oh. oh, right. Anyway, right, I'm moving on from that. Tell, <laughs> tell us about Brazy, Aaron, because I'm, mean, I'm not impressed now.
2: Brazy, another one I grew up watching football, football Italia. Just watching him, the way he commanded the Milan defence, how he seemed to be, at a time when Milan had so many big personalities on the football pitch, he still he was the player that command the respect and for a player to command the respect of the likes of Sadov Gullit you ma- Gullit yeah all those players who at the time would have been world class players speak volumes about the man that Brazy is and do you, know the fa- do you know when he retired they retired his jersey Milan retired his jersey it just shows how highly thought of he was at Milan by the fans of Milan and not just that but Italy fans in general
0: how sickening is just even listening to the players you've just mentioned, how sickening is it to think how good AC Milan were at that time, mate? i you believe the best of the best. But,
1: but in, yeah, fairness, did, in fairness to Serie at the time, there was, you know, we're talking about when AC Milan sides. So it, it. was the whole week as well, though. Yeah, but that AC Milan side so didn't actually win that many Serie A trophies.
0: Scudettos. Scudettos. No, that was, was that the Milan time? Yeah, the, okay, but see,
1: awesome. it was you had um like you had that particular AC Milan. They were f- formidable in Europe, but it was they weren't dominating the league in the way they were doing in Europe. You had an incredible Inter, Lazio, Santoria, Rome, Juventus, sides, so Torino, it's, Parma. Yeah, an extraordinary um competitive league for many many years. Yeah. But yeah. Brazy clearly would have. One of history's greatest ever defenders, and another smart choice. This is great. I mean, we have a Liverpool <laughs> fan coming on. No, I'm serious. We've a Liverpool fan coming on. I fucking dread it because I'm just waiting for the whole wank fest over Liverpool players. And so far, you've given me Finnan, brilliant, Maldini, brilliant, Brazy, brilliant. All right, look, I'll let you able to keep keeper because you know everyone's entitled to it. But <laughs> this is brilliant. So.
0: Right, let's, let's see if we can keep Gav happy. Who's, who's your next sec- centre-back?
2: Well, for me, there can only be one centre-back. Arguably Liverpool's greatest centre-back in the last 20 years. And he's not the scouser. Oh, um, only, let me guess. Let me
0: it
2: guess. only let be me guess. Between two for me. It has to be Hippie. That's Hibia. the man. The big fin. Yeah, I, I, just, I was actually watching back the 2002 season recently and uh, Hippie was just immense that year for Liverpool. It was just unbelievable. And one of those that, if he was bought today, would have caused absolute uproar, and he would never have been given the chance to settle into Liverpool team. One of the best buys ever made by any Liverpool manager was Sammy Hoopia. and he's just spent ten years at the club, won nearly everything there was to win, bar Premier League. Do you know, to try win inside 2001, 2002 FA Cups, League Cups, Europe but like many Liverpool players over the last since the Premier League started that's the one trophy that did elude him domestically but still he's just a quality quality player
0: Calvary.
2: and another who had
0: no carry on
2: and he's one of those that once he left the club again there was never a player of that calibre signed by Liverpool I know you can you'll argue Daniel Agar, you can argue Joe Matip at the minute or Carragher but they're not they're not a, they're not a <laughs> patch on
0: they are not patch on Hoopia,
2: and I'm yet to see a centre back playing for Liverpool who is a patch on Hoopia. Right,
0: I was going to let I was going to let you start there, Gab, but the fact that you've just try, I know you I know you're putting them down, but you've even tried to put Joe Matip and Jamie Carragher in the same sentence as Agar and Ipia. It's just an embarrassment. Fucking both of them are terrible. Like, <laughs> I just Jamie, I kept, you know what I don't get, Liverpool fans? How is they laud Jamie Carragher as this fucking unbelievable defender? But they t- they claim John Terry
2: is shit. If Jamie Carragher played for any other team and he'd was a, a Scouser, player. he'd be shit. Yeah. Well, it's not that he'd be a here he'd be shit. Yeah. Like
0: John John Terry is a hundred times better centre half than Carragher's ever been for me. Um, but yeah,
2: Car- but, but Carragher mean. had only one game, and that was Istanbul, the Champions League 2005. That was Carragher's greatest ever game, and that's the game that he's gone down in history as.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let's get back before we start running.
1: Let's get back on Hippier. Um Gav, take it away. Sammy Hippia. Yeah, another Liverpool legend who I admired. Zeme Rush famously noted that he has Sammy Hippia has to be up there one of the best signings the club has ever made. So, yeah, and I've, look, I've the likes of um, watching Liverpool in Europe, especially in the, that incredible Europa League. Was the Europa League at the time or the UEFA Cup? Uh, in the cup. final... Yeah, yeah, but it's just from there on in, he's always been noticeable. And, like, I always respected him as a, as a footballer, liked him. But from a Liverpool's fan's perspective, I mean, to hear his name being mentioned in that regards, fair play. It's a nice touch.
0: Yeah, he's, he'd, he'd be up there for me as well, I'm too I I personally, because it's favourite players, Agar's ahead of him for me. What? Um, uh, just as favourite players You're a fucking weirdo uh, I love Dan Agar I don't know why Just he's, he's
2: Are you sniffing the iron brew Or something are you
0: No, come on uh, Dan Agar was <laughs> For outright quality Of a defender Was just he's, He was one of our best As well And I just wish we got More games of happier and Agar together
1: Aaron well. you haven't li- Have you listened To any of these pods Before uh, have I listened to any of these podcasts before? I didn't yeah. even know you did a podcast right, until well, three weeks ago. Right, well, here's the thing what you do is, right, we've done many of them and they're all brilliant, but the very best <laughs> one is the very first one between me and Ali, where me and Ali are having a chat. If you want to see how fucking deluded this bloke is, listen to his all time <laughs> 11.
0: I must look it up. There is no delusion <laughs> when it's your favourite players, not best players. So fuck off, you Irish prick. Favorite, best looking players. <laughs> That's fine. Dan was a good looking boy. I but think you wrong. should lay off the Iron Brew Alley. But back to back to happier. Happier scored my favorite goal of the 2005 Champions League campaign as well, and I was at the game. That volley against Juventus was just oh yeah, unbelievable Superb. for a centre half. Yeah, um, everybody always no, no, not at all. It just the technique from a centre half yeah. was unbelievable. Um, everybody yeah, talks I, about that campaign they always talk about the Gerard goal the, the Garcia goal against Juve in the same tie but that hippie goal for a centre half the technique was just frightening
2: yeah that goal cost me about 30, 30 euros I think after I lifted the table of drinks after he scored it <laughs> oh,
0: it was just just unbelievable what a way to start the tie
2: yeah absolutely fantastic and you know, just Liverpool on the front foot from the start and uh, it didn't stop we had
0: Scott Caston in goal that game
2: yeah but, but I think that was the game that I kind of thought maybe Liverpool could do it just maybe is this
0: the a fucking Liverpool podcast <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> alright alright okay Gav right. anyway Gav's happy with your choices so far so let's let's move swiftly on and get your first centre midfielder first centre
2: midfielder well there can only be there's been for me three great Liverpool midfielders and my midfield is all Liverpool um, oh, sorry Gav but, it's all over but I will I will say that you should I will I think you'll agree with two of my choices out of the three but my first midfield player I will have it has to be the king I know a lot will say well he's more a forward or a winger but to fit in the three strikers I wanted I had to bring Kenny back into midfield Kenny Daggleish and there's not a lot anyone can say there's nothing I can add to the accolades that fans will say about King Kenny and
1: he's um, clearly a fucking just,
2: strike I know yeah but to fit in the three strikers I wanted I had to bring Kenny back into midfield.
0: at least but to be fair at least you acknowledge that's why you've done it yeah <laughs> you, can't, you can't argue with that girl.
2: yeah so to be you
0: know it's I had to bring Kenny back to bring the three
2: players that I wanted playing up front into the team I know it's not going to be to everyone's so liking, but this is my team and I don't really care
0: To be fair with some of the teams we've had picked in some of the formations to fit players in I don't think we can really argue there Gav
1: No I agree with him I and mean, do you know what if you ever meet Kenny Daglish he's he's just like a normal normal bloke I mean you can compare him to the likes of I don't know Wayne Gretzky that's that's what he that's the that's what all you get from Kenny Daglish he's just like a normal bloke <laughs>
0: you, I, I, you can't argue with the park garden. I, I had him. Um, I had him in my forward line. But just when you talk about Liverpool, he is
1: Liverpool.
2: Yeah, he is Mister Liverpool.
1: Yeah, on a serious note, any ad <laughs> Not Kenny Daglish is brilliant, though, isn't he? He's he is Mister Liverpool, and um, what he done to Hillsborough and up until today, the man's a legend. Lovely man. Not more can be said. You're not going to get any complaints out of me, having Kenny Dagle, <laughs> on. Sorry, Stephen, I can't help myself.
0: <laughs> Aaron, what's your thoughts on the stand? Name? It's a nice touch, but I feel it's going
2: to put undue pressure on whoever's in the dugout, the same way that the Sir our, Sir Alex Ferguson's stand has put undue pressure on Manchester United managers since it was unveiled. Do you know, is still going to be attending games, and it's just, it's... It's there, and it's always going to be for the manager. The is always going to see it.
0: A thing that was brought up on our podcast last week was what, like, not not belittling Kenny or putting down Kenny in any way, but why Kenny and not Shankly and not, you know. Well, not- you
2: see, you have Shankly, you have the Shankly statue
0: uh-huh.
2: outside. Now, the one that I actually asked somebody about is: Have Liverpool done anything to commemorate their greatest ever manager who isn't Shankly? Paisley. Paisley yeah. yeah. Who won three European Cups in five years? Yeah. A feat I don't think it has been replicated to this day.
0: Not in success, not in that period of time, anyway. No. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was brought up. For hours, you know, not not really putting down Kenny because it's a great tribute and the man does deserve yeah. it. But
1: what about the only way you're going to solve that problem by having a manager in the dugout who doesn't give a fuck about the stand being called Kenny like is to get Mourinho? That's that's all you can do. <laughs> no, I
2: that's Mourinho's just death by football. He's just there's you can't argue the fact that he's successful, but he's he, the way he sets up teams is one of the worst systems in European football, world football. He was never it's this bad
0: before. He's just the last no of him just killed him, and he's just went. But I think no, I think it's
2: the um the the way he was unceremoniously dumped by. Real Madrid to go back to Chelsea you know Real I don't think fought to keep him at the
1: no they were going to sack him yeah yeah. and he didn't want Chelsea... that he, did, he didn't yeah. want that blot on his CV so he yeah. took it upon himself but he he, yeah. he was hated he's hated everywhere he goes it seems yeah but I think like all I watch is the league I've been watching it most of my life the effect he had on the league is not pretty. It really, it was disgraceful what he done to a club like Real Madrid. People don't, English media don't get it, but he really tarred that club in a way that they should never have been tarred. So, was it's only, going to be sacked.
2: And it's only now that the club are coming out of it with Zidane, you know, I, I don't like Real Madrid, I don't like what the for the Galacticos, and how they like to buy the title, um, spending... Stupid amounts of money on players, but re- after, yeah, and um, you know they came in after they brought in Benitez to try and steady the ship, and Mourinho did everything in his power to undermine Benitez. Like Benitez for me is the modern day Shankly for Liverpool fan. I actually had the conversation with somebody tonight on Twitter about it. Rafa is my Shankly. Do you Jesus. know do, do. what he did? To Real, what he did to Benitez, Mourinho did to Benitez was absolutely disgraceful. You know, undermining him with the players, texting the players, and basically he turned the dressing room against Benitez. Benitez never stood a chance. And the same that he did at Inter Milan, he had the dressing room turned before Benitez
1: even went in the door. Well, look, enough of the loving of Mourinho. Give us your next midfielder.
2: Next midfielder is one of the nastiest midfielders ever to play for Liverpool, That's and he's he's the type of midfielder Liverpool have missed since he is since he's left the club he is a midfielder that fans love to hate kind of like Ander Herrera is with United at the minute Liverpool fans hate him for being a nasty shit but when Javier Maserano was playing for Liverpool he was a nasty shit and fans love to hate him and just to have him playing for Liverpool you've seen what he's done when you left Liverpool he went on to a greater stage and has won everything with Barcelona. And his versatility to go from midfield into centre-back and be comfortable at centre-back just shows the, t- the quality player he is.
1: Now, Ali, we, we have rules and stipulations, but we're going to let this one go because this is his final season. And we're midway through a pod, so we can't be having a go, Aaron. So well, We can have a go. but we'll have a go. We'll
0: have a we can... go. We're, we have one rule in the show. Well, two, if you want to include your captain rule.
1: Yeah, but see, the captain's been forgotten about because I know he's already forgotten about who the captain's <laughs> supposed
2: to be. No, I was going to tell my captain after I said May 11.
1: OK, right. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh look at this,
0: this slowing ball. But <laughs> uh, uh, we we do only have one rule, Aaron. It's the players must be retired. Right. But, but we will allow it. One, because me and Gav both love Mascarano. Mm. And we've not got a bad word to say about him. And nope. two, the fact that he is basically retiring this season.
1: And he's scarred. And he scored
0: a great penalty. <laughs> it's the only Barcelona goal
1: I've celebrated in 15 years, maybe. The fucking Messi scored his 500 goal the week before, and people are going, yeah, Mascherano scored it's his Messi, and the place just went nuts. <laughs> yeah. But, Gav, what yeah. more
0: can you say about Mascherano? I mean, how much have we spoken about him? Online, <laughs> offline, privately, everything. Just...
1: When he left Liverpool to come to Barcelona, their initial thoughts were brilliant. This is great. We've both gets, and we're going to have Mascherano, Iniesta, and Xavi. And then he comes, and Pep puts him back. And for about a season, people were still scratching their heads, going, what's he doing? But because it was Pep's Barcelona, Pep could have done what he wanted. We, you could have said, oh, well, look, the rest of the team are carrying. He's just there because we don't have another natural centre-back, which is, isn't true because we would Pique, Puyol, and Mascherano. And up until this day, sometimes you'll hear English pundits talking about Mascherano, and they're constantly saying, "Ah, but he's not—you know—he's not a natural centre back." I'm sorry. In the last seven years, he's he's gone from being one of the world's best defensive midfielders to easily one of the best centre backs in world football. He's just not—he's not synonymous with the position. But what he's done for Barcelona, I mean, I've said it on my own podcast, the La Liga podcast, many a times regarding him. He's one of the best purchases we've done in the last decade. And I'm including the likes of Suarez, Neymar, Rakitic. Mascherano has been absolutely brilliant. He's so underrated. He's incredibly, criminally underrated for the type of player he is. Yeah, watch him. If you're watching Barcelona, the amount of times... He saved us. The amount of tackles he's gone in. And he's the only player on that pitch that has the balls to colour Messi. Nobody else colours Messi. Only Marcelano. Marcelano is brilliant. He won't be there next season. I'm not sad that he's gone because he's going home to Play. I'm just glad to have had him at Barcelona because he took a massive pay cut to leave Liverpool to come to Barcelona. And for me, Marcelano, last 10 years, he's one of my... Favourite Barcelona press. Brilliant choice. No arguments. So, when I'm reading out this, I'm not even going to put down Mascherano in the pill. It's Mascherano for Barcelona. So, good choice, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll read out the team at the end. Don't worry, I'll take you of because <laughs> you've picked him in centre midfield. He didn't play centre midfield for Barcelona. He was part of the best midfield in the world. and you, you, I, you, I, you, I can yeah. only echo everything you've said. Shut up,
1: Gav. No, can well, I'll tell, tell you. I'll tell you. I'm. I'm giving Liverpool that when he's Mascherano and Alonso in, in the middle of that that time what a team he's had and he's fucked it up
0: we, we, we were say three players away from dominating the league and probably doing a decent challenger winning more European titles definitely all the players like I mean Gav you mentioned like Barcelona signings, um, and Mascherano being one of the most important I'm one of the best. I'd say the same for our selling, and that includes Suarez for us as well. As as good as Suarez was, and as great as he is, Mascarano left the biggest hole that's never been replaced. Not saying Suarez's level has been replaced, but I mean, we've brought in Mane, who's doing a job, Firmino, who's doing a job, you know. So all these combined are more effective over a full season, let's say, than Suarez. Especially with these 10 game suspensions he comes in with. And at
1: one stage, Master
0: Andrew couldn't get a game for West
2: Ham. I know, imagine.
0: <laughs> Wasn't he on the bench in the game that they needed to win mm-hmm. to, yeah. to stay in the Premier League?
2: Yeah, the game Tevis scored in. And that, uh, what do you call that donkey that used to manage Sheffield United? Warnock. Yeah, that he fucking went bananas and went to, what did he go to the sports, the court of arbitration or something over the, the whole fucking thing?
1: That's right. Yeah. Well, they were. Uh, Third party ownership with um, yeah. Latin American players. We in Spain, we, we deal with it all the time. Like, I know the ins and outs of it. The Premier League weren't used to it, they didn't really understand it. And the law surrounding it wasn't FIFA and UEFA at the time, there wasn't laws in place for it to combat it. The Premier League had it, but. I think what West Ham are being cute and clever with at the time, by bringing them in, they were using the UEFA and FIFA law to sign them. But it contradicted uh, Premier League law, so that's why that. But either way, Warnock's a prick. Sheffield United are wankersons.
0: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and what more can you say about that analogy than that? Eh?
1: And that's a match For me, of uh, all the players you picked, even though he's not retired, that's that's my favourite one so far. But that's, he's the only one the rest have to be either retired or dead. I've,
0: I've got a Don't feeling because I've got a feeling he's cheated on his next midfielder because he said his three midfielders are all Liverpool players, and I've got a feeling he's already mentioned. Gav has already midfielder. mentioned my next yeah, midfielder. It's it's Alonso. Yeah, and I'm allowing that. So fuck off, Gav, because be Alonso is <laughs> my favourite centre midfielder of all time.
1: No, a little because um, Bayern Munich won the league, so he technically may not play again. And he's
2: retired, so Bayern Munich have won the league.
1: Yeah, so look, that's that's uh, Alonso's allowed, because Alonso's a lovely, lovely fella. And here's, before we even get in, um, here's a little fact you probably don't know, Adam. You know Kells in Mead? Kells in County Mead,
2: he's the only Spanish player that played Premier League football to win a county medal in Gaelic. Yeah, and that's
1: that's where I live, and that's where he learned his English, so that's what Fuck we're me,
2: for. Jesus,
1: oh, I only lived uh, 15 minutes away from you at one stage. Whereabouts? At Boy. Oh, Jesus, that's where fucking knackers and scumbags used to live. The nice part of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: the posh part of me. That's Kells is the scumbag. <laughs>
1: the scum area. But yeah, but that's a fact. Alonso learnt, um Spanish students, um, learned his English in County Kel, uh, County maid in Kells. And I think that's brilliant because Alonso, for me... You cannot dislike... I watched him with Larry Al all them years ago when he was a young, special talent. He really was a special, special player. Moved to Liverpool. You know, I followed him because of where his origins were. And, I mean, he's one of modern-day football's greatest players yet. Criminally underappreciated. I'm not going to say under underrated. He, He wasn't given enough praise from other teams' fans, which is sad, really, because I mean, even when he went to Real Madrid, he was one of Real Madrid's best players. When they when when they sold him to Bayern Munich, there was a hole in that Real Madrid's midfield until they brought in Casemiro by accident. But yeah, Xabi Alonso was just fantastic.
2: He is Mr. Cool, Daddy Cool. He's just he just doesn't give a fuck.
1: And he's got a ginger beard. I have a ginger beard, so we can relate. I know how <laughs> cool he is. <laughs> but you know, he's
2: just on the pitch. He's one of those players who isn't afraid to try the impossible. Do you know, you see his goals from the halfway line. What other player would have the balls in a Liverpool team with Steven Gerrard bearing down a goal one-on-one with the goalkeeper to go fuck
1: Gerrard? I'm going to lob the keeper.
2: There is no I'm other a- player. And
1: before, he, the, before the ball even crossed the line, Gerard was screaming abuse at him. as said, again, hey, why didn't you
2: pass yeah. me? And he's just like, yeah, watch. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And then the ball fucking hit the net and Gerard just... I think Gerard kind of realised what a pillock he would making to make of himself.
1: Ali, here's, we talked, uh, me, me and a few lads, a, a season or two ago, when we met up in Barcelona, we were talking about Xavi Alonso and people would always refer to Xavi of Barcelona. Xavi... Barcelona is one of the greatest midfielders of all time, but the the, the whole argument is, oh well, he, you know, he should have went here, he should have went there. Xabi Alonso mirrored what Xavi could have done by moving around. It kind of showed you just how on par with Xavi he was. Now I don't think he was as good as Xavi, but he wasn't far off. It just goes to show you how good a player Xabi Alonso was. Is was.
2: But you have like you look. He's thirty six years of age and he's he was the he's the top player at Bayern Munich. Top player he was the top player at Real Madrid for me and at Liverpool, no more than Mascherano or Steve Finn, and he was underappreciated. When Rafa I dunno what Rafa was thinking, and I'll never forgive him for, for trying to replace Alonso with fucking Garrett Barry of all people. <laughs> Alonso went down and showed them what the type of player he was the season before he left to go to Real Madrid and what a season he had that year. I think it was 2007-2008 and by God, what a season he had that year. He was a joy to watch. And he would have been, I don't as I said already, I'm not a Real Madrid fan, I'm more Barcelona, but I, yeah. would, have got a Real, I would have got a Real Madrid jersey with Alonso on the back of it, name on the back of it. I would have had no problem doing that because that's just how special Alonso is to me.
0: The man was just—I think you said that he was just cool. He was class. Gab mentioned it. He's just one of those players that the fans, no fans seem to hate. Uh, he didn't always appreciate how good he was, or they wouldn't admit to appreciating anyway. But nobody ever hated him. You never really heard many bad words about him. Um, yeah. But he just—he had it. He's short passing. He's long passing. He's audacity to try the long range goals. He's played for, uh, the, you know, Liverpool who were a huge club, obviously, but at the time, we were that team that we had, he was a standout. He went to Real Madrid tour, top two in Spain, went to Bayern Munich. He's arguably one of my favourite midfielders of all time.
2: And don't forget, he ended Roy Keane's Manchester United career. He did? He did. Roy Keane's last game was against Liverpool at Anfield and Xabi broke his foot and that was the last game Keane played for United before he signed for Celtic. I
0: didn't know that.
2: But now, I'm open to correction on that, but I'm nearly 100% sure that after Alonso injured him in, against Liverpool or against yeah, Liverpool uh, Keane didn't play for United again. Oh, yeah.
1: well, R- well, Roy, if you're listening just send us a DM and let us know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just, just confirm that for us. But do you, know what, do you know what gets underlooked for Alonso? He is a snide little bastard. He can't tackle. He can't tackle. He's never been able to tackle. Yeah. He, he, he,
0: he can't. He picked up a fair amount of bookings and sends it off. But I will
1: see.
0: That's the GAA. You're saying, that the GAA. Can't, you're saying they the, can't tackle, O'Gav, But a lot of he's sending offs and bookings were seem to be at the appropriate time. Only yeah, better, see, the opponents were ever breaking on them.
1: Yeah, but see, we have a sport in Ireland called Gaelic football, and I tell you, you watch, you watch his snidey little tackles going in. That's that's the guard in them, as we call it. Ireland will agree with me. Just, that's that's yeah.
2: And didn't he get sent off or booked on purpose for Real Madrid when the lead is... so that he
0: yeah. yeah, so that he would miss the second leg so he was okay for the next round. Yeah. Was it the semi finals? The United were, or
2: not United, but Real were cruising. Yep. And he got booked so he'd missed the return leg and he was available for the final.
0: Yep. I love that. He
2: yeah.
0: got criticized yeah. in hell for it, but I loved it. That's what you should be doing.
2: Yeah, that's it. And it was good management by uh, Mourinho to good management by Mourinho to just send it up, get booked. We don't need you the second leg, and we'll have you back for the final.
1: Yeah. Which they won. The bastards. They did indeed. That's what We're going to win it again this year. fuck off with your wee this is wee business he's yeah. a fucking he's f- not even going to get fought. Four? Yeah, fought. Oh, oh the yeah.
0: are I'm just don't saying, bring, was, nah, nah, I'm don't saying don't start bringing na no Don't start
1: bringing the Ream nah, nah, nah. double bring, this year. Blah, blah,
0: blah, blah. Nah, fuck but,
1: off. Don't right, anyway, be bringing that egg. Like,
0: who, who's your first forward, Arden? Um, because Gav's annoying uh, me already.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
2: My first forward is my all-time Liverpool favourite player. I did an article on him when I first started up the Shankly way, and I managed to get a retweet and a like from him. To some, he's called God, but to the rest of us, he's called Robbie. And there's only one
0: Robbie Fowler. Fucking right. Um, I'm. <laughs> he's my pick as well. Um, how old are you now, curiosity?
2: Ah, uh, 36. 36, yeah.
0: So not much older than me, yeah. But that, it's that era, isn't it? What we grew up on, the young yeah. spouse
2: lad coming through. I, I remember his hat-trick against Arsenal. I was at my friend's house and he didn't have Sky, so we weren't able to watch the game. But his mother was listening to us or was following the game somehow. And she came out to tell us that Liverpool were one nil up and then 2-0 up and then 3-0 up. And I actually had to go and ask her. I was only about 14 or 15 at the time, I think. Are you sure... It's three 0 because you only have to come out to me a minute ago to tell me that it was two 0 She goes, no, it's three 0 and I. It was. She goes, some Robbie Fowler lads after scoring a hat trick, and that was my day made.
0: Just I, I just love them. The the, the bleach blonde hair, the the number twenty three to start. I, I think I said it before, and just one of the one of the best natural finishers we've ever seen in England. So many goals. I love the, you know, the famous goal that always goes about Twitter, where he, he flicks it with his heel over the defender's head and and, and just buries some, it. Yeah, and just smashes it. He's he's dinks yeah. he dinks Peter Schmeichel. Just, bah, just outrageous. I mean, and even you have to love him. him. You I just, have
2: to love him. He always had something special for everything. Always had something special against Everton.
0: The, the snort and the line still my favourite one. I don't yeah. know what I, really say. I I love the yeah. controversial celebrations. And just that <laughs> one with all the, 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 the rumours about it at the time
1: was just great. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Gav. Yeah, well, they can name four or strikers. to could that better than them. <laughs> Mar- don't forget David and Gog. Robbie Kane.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus, you're stagging an Irishman.
1: Jesus. And a man from Dublin as well. El Hodge, do man, fucking this guy. <laughs> and I will tell you, Robbie Fowler is um, even though even though I've given him praise in previous pods, he he is naturally gifted at scoring goals. Ugly looking bastard, but made up for it with the gift of scoring goals. Most of the fans are fucking pig ugly as well. So says the man with the ginger beard. Yeah, but brown hair, man, is is, is it's, it's 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 like a two tone. Trust me, she loves it. <laughs> <laughs> but no,
2: you have to, you know, and the way Fowler left Liverpool the first time was an absolute disgrace, and I've never forgiven Thompson for the way he treated him and the way he forced him out of the club. But it was a masterstroke by Benitez to bring him back and give him that swan song that Fowler deserved at Liverpool. Not yeah. many players deserve it. I think Fowler did definitely deserve to come back and finish his career in front of the cup.
0: He, he definitely did. Especially, as you say, the way he left. He had no right being in that squad ability-wise at the time. You know, he, he was kind yeah. of done that season. But it was fitting. And do you know what? I, I mean, I was at the game that he returned and just see the lift that gave the crowd just having him back. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think he had two goals disallowed in that game. One was a volley. He was clear offside. Um, but the whole, just the place erupted because they thought he had scored. Um, yeah. it's just, just seemed to be that final piece of the puzzle that, that connected Benitez to the fans, you know, it brought them, it made everybody believe he was one of them.
1: What well, gives you the next forward?
2: The next forward is Liverpool's all-time top scorer, and you mentioned them earlier. mm
1: mm-hmm. Great
2: man himself. Uh, yeah, Master Rush. You just, do. You know, To be Liverpool's top scorer is, for as long as he has been, is just, you can't put it into words. He he left Liverpool, came from Chester, uh, relative unknown, into arguably one of the best teams in Europe at the time. Settled, made the number nine jersey his own. Decided he would go off and try an Italian adventure. Decided after 12 months it wasn't for him, and he was welcomed back to Liverpool with open arms. Rush is just quality Ali Rush
0: I mean what more can we say he's he's been mentioned a couple of times but just Has he? Yeah he's been mentioned a couple of times um, whether it be in someone's team or just an honourable mention he's been mentioned one two
1: three times now yeah fucking way too many Liverpool fans on this pod man way (laughs) too many (laughs) everybody else turns us down so we've got to go with
0: Liverpool fans in that time, to be to be the level of goals he was scoring was just frightening. As you say, he tried the he tried the Italian adventure, came back, and just just destroyed the leagues again. Um, I mean, I always remember. I mean, he was still playing when Fowler broke through. It was good to see them together, Caught, having Colimo partnership. You know, so he was still working at that. You know, the latter part of his career, he, he never seemed to deteriorate as much. Just, just phenomenal. I don't know, I don't know how you put it
1: once words, but just just such a great player for us. I mean, Gav, what more can you add? It was all right. I <laughs> know, look, I vaguely remember I talking about him before, but the man has won absolutely everything for Liverpool. Double European Cup winner, League Cup five times, FA Cup three times, Division One slash Premier League. I'm not into the fucking... Differentiate between the two. Of them. It was league winner five four times. He's won it all. And one particular award that I always, I always loved. To hear, he actually won the European Golden Boot, which yeah. is it's, it's 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 an an incredible achievement for any um, goal scorer in Europe to win. So yeah, no right And back then it would have been harder for him to win the Golden uh, Boot because you you didn't have four or five games to redeem yourself if you lost one. You were out. True, and at at the same time, they had um, the likes of the R- Romanian league w- was put yeah. on par. If you scored one, it counted as one point. Back then, it was completely completely different, and yeah, it's he it was just great. I'm just kind of worried the next one is going to be another fucking Liverpool player. I'm worried it's another fucking Ronaldo.
0: I'm sick of talking about. Them. Oh, sure, no look, look. There's no disputing, but we've said everyone yeah, we can, we... Right. Well, Hold on, and I've not been able to speak tonight.
1: <laughs> who's your like, who's your last forward?
2: You've already mentioned him, Gav. So you have. He's a Liverpool player. Oh, uh-huh. he likes to wear orange.
1: Ah, right, there uh, we go. AC Milan. AC Milan. Ah, now see this, this, this. You know what, Aaron? This, this is great. <laughs> This is different. I'll tell you. This is different. This man should have been getting more and more and more votes. But Marco van Basten has to be. Yeah, Marco van Basten,
2: one of the best all-round forwards in Europe of the day, and one of the greatest strikers of all time. Yeah, I won't disagree with you there at that at all, one bit. Um, You know, doesn't look like your typical forward, but could he score? And I think that. If he was put into the Liverpool team at the time that he was playing, he would have just <laughs> ripped the English league ba- apart.
1: Hang on, bastard, Liverpool! Stop doing me laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he, he's just quality, and um, he was again. He was another player I would have grown up watching and admiring. One part, uh, part of the part of arguably greatest Dutch team ever to grace mm-hmm. world football. You know, did it all with AC Milan. um know mightn't have won as much as he deserved to win but at the same time he was just phenomenal you know just, I, I can't I, I can't give enough accolades for my love of Van Basten
1: Van Basten back in the time when James Richardson was on uh, City a football now I wasn't a, an AC Milan fan I went down the more unconventional route and was a Napoli fan just to be different Napoli or Lazio they were my <laughs> two teams but Marco van Basten, they used to have like a highlight show as well where they'd show, it was like a match of the day and he was on it constantly. And you knew it was Marco van Basten because legendary, absolutely legendary goalscorer. He won the Ballon d'Or three times. Now, the man was crippled with injury, which leads me to believe, just like Ronaldo, the real, the only Ronaldo, those two types of players playing in the type of game they were playing at the time where they were fucking battered. You can only imagine what they'd have done if they were injury-free with the likes of how uh, Messi and Ronaldo were today. They'd have been just yeah. free, freaks in nature. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. We, we famously, and it was great, it wasn't too long, Ronnie Whelan scored one of the best goals in Euro 88. He did. People say come up machine, He meant that, come on, with that sideways acrobatic volley against Russia <laughs> there was only one man that could overtake could over him and he'd done it well arguably won the greatest goals of all time and it was Mark have you
2: seen have you seen Ember Chan's goal this season
1: it's a, the man was falling he'd no other <laughs> choice but to swing his fucking fuck leg <laughs> you fuck off are you oh, telling God. me he meant that, well, he, meant he, that. Did. he was falling <laughs> fuck off <laughs> Ali, you're deluded if no. you think he he was falling backwards. I'm not having it. Say what you want about anybody, but yeah. I'm not having
0: him in that goal.
1: Yeah, who he is playing? What? Watford. Yeah, Watford. The goals are the same size. No, that's hard. not uh, Ali. No, no, no. This <laughs> mentality comes into it. Fuck you know, off. desire. No, I'm not no, fucking. Not MRA can Nah, man. Stop. Would just score them weekly in fucking five a side? So just stop. You Could never do a could yeah. never do There yeah, There's a no baston. way falling down, you can get that high. Hoy. Hoy he didn't jump, Ali. I can't believe we're having an argument over fucking Emily Chan and his fluke.
0: Emily Chan's wallet over Van Basten's any day of the week.
1: Oh you are. Uh, I tell you, you know what this this actually annoys me because I guarantee if you actually see Mark Van Baston's old head kick, you disagree. The one he scored for Ajax. <laughs> you, uh, with you YouTube, you actually... you back to me and you fucking apologise to me, Chief. Not, yeah, not I really think, yeah, that, but, you know, if no, I'm has the ball, Oh, you're a twat.
0: It's overrated, that volley. Not having you're twat. overrated <laughs> as a host <laughs> on this show. Jesus, what the fuck have I started?
1: You <laughs> no, will start that, I don't mind him. He's just fucking, he's just fishing, he is. He hasn't a clue what he's talking about. <laughs> what were you? <laughs> you were only real four when it happened. Go away that. In the, actually, where was Scotland? He's not even in the fucking European Championships. Irrelevant country. Irrelevant, man. Go away. You're right. Let's go back to you. Mark Van Basten. Adam, I'm not fucking Emily Chan. Emily Chan and Van Basten in the same fucking sentence. Get the fuck. <laughs> Dave, Dave, don't edit any of this shit out, man. He's a, uh, Ali, I'm actually, do you know I'm taking it as being serious now? I was being serious. Oh, that's serious for fuck's <laughs> sakes.
0: Emily's volley over Van Basten's any day of the week. Anyway, Aaron, carry on with Van Basten. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't actually know Van Basten had
2: uh a volley, uh, overhead kick court scored for Ajax, but you mentioned Ajax and Van Basten and you just bring me back to thinking of the players like that have come out of the uh, the Ajax Academy that have done, you know, at the time was the top academy in the world. And it's mad how many of them actually ended up playing for AC Milan throughout the years, you know, but Van Basten is just Magical, absolutely magical.
1: Right, well, do you know what? This is unprecedented, but it's going to happen. I'm going to share the particular goal in our little, um, what would you say, group chat. And then, Ali, you're going to tell the listeners that you're sorry. <laughs> I'm not, because I say. No, you fucking are.
0: And I quote, every chance I was better than Van Basten's volley for Holland. I'm not tux, talking about right? the Ajax one
1: because I've not seen no, the Ajax one. Yeah, but well, so they're going to say it now and
0: then they're going to apologise. I'm still not going to apologise for something I haven't seen. Well, you are going so to apologise. Hurry
1: up. It's, fu- <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> fucking <sighs> disgrace. Yeah. There you yeah. go, it's been sent. I'm ignoring that. You watch that now. You watch that. You watch I'm, that I'm a
0: professional. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, Quality. Right. right, Aaron. We've got year 11. Who's your Who's your captain?
1: Captain
2: is Dagleesh. The only man I think that could manage to keep all the Eagles that are in the eleven that I mentioned in check, uh, maybe crazy but because I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm just going to go with Dalglish. Yeah,
0: fair point. Did you have any honourable mentions? I know we kind of sprung the pod on you at like last minute for coming on for us.
2: You'd have to mention Vieira, uh, Patrick Vieira, <laughs> Dennis Bergkamp, Roy Keane. Yeah, you'd have to mention all those Premier League players, but. If you're going for honorable mentions and you're picking different leagues around Europe, geez, I'd be here all night with honorable yeah. mentions.
0: Do you know how I'm surprised? I'm surprised Roy Keane hasn't got a lot more mentions than he has. But if you're doing
2: pod, if you're doing pods with mainly Liverpool fans, unless they're Irish, they're not going to mention Keane. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. I think that's just. I, I to be fair, I think that's ignorance as well.
1: I suppose. Yeah. Not really. That's, not really yeah. Cause then We're going on the
0: best players. Actually, no, not favourite. I guess Keane's never yeah. been a favourite player, but. For me, Roy is one of my favourite in that position. Um, I think me. Why didn't you pick him? Because I didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I see.
1: They'll be, they'll be spread out and showing oh. now.
0: No, but I, I think it was me and you who spoke about him, Gav, about that the Man United, uh, the semi final against Inter Milan. Yeah, that's um, when we had. Um, Andrew um, Yeah. Yeah. But and I, well, I, thought, I
1: thought it was one not, of those he, complete
0: he,
1: performances by
0: a midfielder that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, he's not redundant, though, is he?
0: That's true, Gav. No, that was a great pick. Desai pipped picked on me. That's who it was.
1: well he's look at the goal and come back and apologise. I, I have watched it. It's a, it's a crack. And apologise. Uh,
0: Emery can em, em, Emery no. Charles' volley is still better than Van Basten's volley for Holland.
1: Ali, <laughs> 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 mean, that's not the argument. Yeah, the that argument was, was the
0: argument. No, we
1: Ali, were, I. Who was talking wasn't. about the volley for Holland? I told no, you I'd He never said seen Van Basten. Man. Well, there yeah, you've just seen news Who's better? the yeah. one for Ajax is better.
0: No, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, but we were talking about the Holland one, and that's what it I said. Guess Aaron's yeah, never seen the one for Ajax Island. You're, you're not listening to me. Right, Gavin. Gavin, read
1: out Aaron's phone Michael- back
0: to him, please, just so the listeners can understand. Oh, fuck's
1: sake! Yeah, by the way, Michael Van Basten's volley is better than that. bicycle Kiki scored, which means no, it's it better than Cans. If up, should, I'm reading this, up. <laughs> <laughs> In goal, we've David James for Portsmouth. Right back, Steve Finnan for... Espanyol Centre-back Sammy Hippie For Ropo In Finland Centre-back With Brazy For Milan Left-back Maldini For Milan Midfield With Kenny Dalglish For Liverpool Mascherano Barcelona Of course Alonso Real Madrid Fowler Man City Brilliant player <laughs> <laughs> Inrush. Chester and Michael Van Basten Newcastle oh Newcastle sorry Newcastle I Have Michael Van Basten for racing man brilliant let that one Aaron for I a Liverpool actually... fan that's a lack of Liverpool players you included there
0: I'm actually surprised you didn't say a dag Celtic <laughs> he probably forgot about that come on give his, give his little brain a break he's just had to google all those teams
1: quickly before he read it out Aaron short notice come on Really enjoyed that one. We I don't know what people's fucking issues are with saying they'll come on and then all of a sudden they won't come on. I mean, I don't know what the problem with that is. Dave, you can leave that in as well. <laughs> but leave out the, the bit that Gav says, leave that bit in, Dave. Obviously. <laughs> no, but
0: uh, this has been brilliant. I've actually really enjoyed it. It's the, it's the, the most fun I've had on this for, for a while. You got any any plugs
2: for us, on Any you're working on just now? Any? Not on any podcast uh, that I know of, yes. But the weekend is only young. But a couple of accounts, I would say, give Shanklyway a follow. We're kind of under development again at the minute, but I'll hope to have something up and running before the end of the season, if not the middle of the summer. Nish on LFC podcasting couch. He's Australian, but we'll forgive him for that because he's a half decent Liverpool fan. And Cop Left is, would be another site that I would put some of my verbal diarrhea onto paper, and they seem to put it up online for me. So, yeah, so it would be Cop Left, LFC Podcast and Couch, and Shanky Way.
0: Great. Uh, Nishi's really good. I was on his show a couple of weeks ago, and obviously, I'm always going to promote Cop Left being a part of them as well. But make sure you follow Aaron as well, which is the Money one. Is that correct? That's the one. There's no silly underscores or anything like that. No, uh, well worth a follow that. for all Liverpool fans out there uh, Gav, what are you working on? What have we got out just now?
1: We've still La Liga and next week we're going to have a very, very unusual Sound of La Liga which we're hoping will attract a few follows from a few certain superstars from a season 17 years ago So we're
0: going to have a really, really interesting podcast coming out next week. And I'm signing them up. Interesting. And where can the
1: listeners find you on Twitter? I don't
0: want to be point. I wouldn't follow them anyway, to be fair. (laughs) Um, And I'm on nothing bar this this week. I've had a break from all podcasts. But just remember, we've got Cop Left has now moved over to WFI. um, And there's a really good Liverpool podcast out this week for any Liverpool fans but apart from that thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week